Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings. Welcome to Sports Sex Talk with Monica Lee. And hey, yeah, I'm Monica Lee. I hope everybody is having an amazing hump day. It's 8 o'clock here in Texas, Central Standard Time. So, you know, it's still hump day. And for those that are, you know, we're, we're still... We're still on this side of midnight, so there's still time to have, you know, some relations, some yummy relations on your hump day. So uh, make every minute count. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, and make sure you hump with a purpose because, you know, there's nothing worse than, you know, humping without a purpose. Don't just fuck. Hump with a purpose. That's what I always tell people. Hump with a purpose. I'm like, what in the hell? I'm like, yeah, don't just fuck. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so tonight, I'm going to be answering questions that have been sent in by some listeners. Uh, we're going to talk about being multi-orgasmic, non-orgasmic, and uh, clitoral orgasms versus vaginal orgasms. And we're going to continue on with what we started last week with Depressed Fourth of July. And for those that are new, welcome. Um, let me give you just a little bit about myself because I had a lot of people tune in last week for the first time and they're like, who in the actual hell are you? Well, darling, let me tell you who I am. So I am Monica Lee. I am a relationship and intimacy coach. I am a sex educator slash advocate. I am a writer. I am a Reiki master a certified tantric practitioner and educator, and I am the host and creator of Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. Talk about all kinds of stuff and help. I have clients all over the world. I deal with sexual dysfunctions and uh, dating, relationships, intimacy, marriage, sex over 65, because hey, what I hear, sex over 65 is pretty hot, so... You know, and, you know, and I'm just gonna put it out there because Simon LeBond just hit 60, so hey, I'm still down for that one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know you feel me, girl. So tonight <laughs> we're gonna be talking about all that yummy stuff. It's girls' night, so ladies, make sure you call in. With your questions or to say, hey, girl, hey, um, phone lines are open at 914-205-5789. And, guys, if you've got questions that you want to ask about uh, your girl, your wife, your partner, whatever, or just to say, hey, call in. So tonight, like I said, the platform is for women to call in, and we're going to be talking about issues that we have with dating and love and sex and relationships and whatever the hell we want to talk about because we can you know, uh, men don't always understand it, but hopefully tonight we can shed some light and, and, and kind of bridge that gap on the translation of the goddess. So everybody be comfortable and grab your drink and let's sit on the front porch and real talk. I have a special guest with me tonight, Lamille. She was with me last week, and she is uh, with me again tonight. How's it going? It is going great. Thank you for having me again. This is so much fun. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad you're here. I hear birds chirping. <laughs> so you're obviously home, and how's it going over where you are? Are you on lockdown? You're still out and about? How is that working for you? Um. Well, today has been a gorgeous day here in Oklahoma. We got it to 89, and I am quarantined. Um, but I'm still considered essential when we have emergencies. So mm-hmm. 
I have to go in for that. And then every day I go in, you know, to do stuff in the office to keep it going and check messages and all that stuff. But, yeah, like being here alone, um, it's made me, you know, think about things. And I've always said, you know, oh, I'll do that when I have the time. Well, <laughs> I have the time to still to do it. So I'm working on myself to get more organized you know, discipline, but yeah, but yeah, I miss seeing people. I miss hugging people. I, you know, that social interaction doesn't have to always be sexually, but just that human touch, that hug, you know, it really do miss it when it's not there. Absolutely. I mean, it's just me and George Jones and, um, you know, my dog and it's just, yeah, I I need, I need some, I need some. I need a little some something. Y'all, I need something. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm on day 22 of complete isolation in quarantine, and so I've been doing these little videos, these little 20 second videos, 19 seconds, because Facebook will stop the music or, you know, quiet the music if they can figure it out. So. I figured at 19 seconds, I can do a little dance and tell what day I'm in and, you know, post it without Facebook shutting it down. But um, I'm like, I I genuinely, I need to be hugged. I need to be held. You know, it's, you know, what is that song um, with my, um, Dave on his solo album? It's like, I need some company. I need you tonight. You don't have to speak to me and don't be polite. That's what I need. I need a little something that. Yes. Yes. Especially Dave, you know? <laughs> but, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are like, I didn't think this whole quarantine thing through. I should have hooked up with somebody. And uh, believe it or not, <laughs> I, I have a, 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 a success story because one of my friends was a single. He was single. But on March the 15th, he went on a date. And then they got shut down with Rona and lockdown and here we are you know three weeks almost a month later they have not left each other's side i'm like oh wow how how does that happen i mean you know i want that (laughs) exactly and he is the happiest i have and i've known him forever he is the happiest that i have known in such a long time, and I'm so happy for him. And I'm like, but at the same time, it's like, is that a bit? I'm a little jelly. I'm a little jelly. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, you know, all jokes aside, I think, okay, well, what if I had gone on a date and got on lockdown with somebody? Is that really my luck? It would have been somebody like, oh my God, I'm fixing to push you down the stairs. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. <laughs> you know, because sometimes it's... take your chance on the Rona out there. <laughs> Bye. <Get out. laughs> but you know, the part, I'm hearing all of these success stories of people hooking up because of Rona and being quarantined. You know, you know, bays and booze with each other, and and I'm like, wow. I'm happy for you guys. I wish. All of you, you know, Rona couples, much success and much love. So, um, yeah, oh, well, uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is, and I'm, I'm surviving. I'm surviving. You know, like I said last week, there's people, you know, guys that are trying to make a comeback. And I'm like, mm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm looking in that direction. <laughs> I'm not going back. So, you know, I think it's getting back to the simplicity you know we're not being pulled in every direction with our time and so we're getting back into those feelings within ourselves of, you know I I am lonely I may stay busy but at the heart of it I want a partner I want someone to share you know my life with so I think if anything positive comes out of this I think people now are really starting to get in touch with themselves and realizing hey I need to take care of me. Yes. Yeah. No, I get it. You know, there's that part of me that's like, 
okay, this is my time to do my spiritual, mental, physical, emotional purging of of my life in this time of uncertainty. And then there's that time of like, damn, I could use somebody on the big red couch with me right now or holding me or, you know, yeah. it's up, up in my treehouse and, you know, I'm lighting his sparkler and he's celebrating my fourth <laughs> <life. laughs> <laughs> 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 And again, so some on the 4th of July. You know, I, I talked about it last week, but, you know, just, again, in case anybody's new tonight. So the 4th of July is my grandmother never could say vagina. She never, ever could say vagina. And so she called it the 4th of July. And I, since I have been able to speak, I've always known it as 4th of July. So to honor her and her spirit and her soul, who I'm sure she's batting her eyes a million miles a minute from up where she's at, at me, saying, oh, my God, <laughs> you're talking about sex. You know, I honor her. We're <laughs> talking about the 4th of July. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and start answering questions. And, um, oh, boy, I guess we're going to have, we're going to take a call real quick because we've got somebody calling in. Area code eight three two. You're on the front porch with Monica. Hey, who's this? I guess it's me. It's Flo. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hey. How Hi. are you? I'm good. How are you? I couldn't hear online. Oh no, that sucks. Are you? But you're in, so you should be able to hear us now, right? You're good. Yeah, I can. I can hear you now. Awesome. You got uh you got any questions? You need anything? Or you just want to sit and listen? Oh, let me listen for a little while. I have a question, but I want to listen for a little while. All right. Well, I'll <laughs> be right there. Just jump in anytime you got something to uh ask. So I had okay. a listener <clears throat> I had a listener message me and he's got a he's got a steady girlfriend. They've been uh, in a very committed and loving, healthy relationship. They have a great sex life. And he was asking if there's such a thing as being multi-orgasmic because she has a lot of organs, a lot, like 30-plus in, in their session. I'm like, damn, okay. Oh, wow. I know. Some girls have all the luck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he's like, you know, is, is that possible to have, um, he goes, I've, I've done research on it and he goes, is that something that's real? And, you know, and, and I told him, I was like, you know, so here, here's how it is. When you are in that committed relationship, and I know there's probably some people out there who will disagree because you can be orgasmic without being committed, but what I'm talking about is. You know, there there's different things that you can look at. There are women out there who can be multi-orgasmic just because the wind, just like guys, the wind blows and your your, your sparkler gets hard, you know, and the wind blows and, hey, you know what? Girls' nipples get hard too. And they're feeling some kind of way and their ovaries may be jumping for joy. It's not just a guy who can be, you know, overly sexual or have a high libido. Women can be so in tune with their bodies that they open that kundalini energy up, that sexual energy. And so when I know, know, and I'll just use myself as an example, when I am with, when I am with a man and I am so connected to him and I am so into him and I am just truly madly deeply in that deep cosmic connection with him, I'm completely vulnerable. I am. I've. Sur- I have surrendered, and not like that whole whip and chain thing, guys. Just because I said I surrendered, but when I mm-hmm. have opened myself up, I let that kundalini energy, that sexual energy, flow through me. And what a lot of people misunderstand is that orgasm is not just—and I hate this word—squirting for women, or that moan and groan for a woman or that sensation. 
just like it's not just an ejaculation for a man. Orgasms are energy. And when you are stoking that fire with breath, you can get that energy flowing. And it's constant. And it may be that she's having these little mini orgasms, but it's actually one long, whole body, whole body orgasm. This flow of energy that goes from your toes to your head to your fingers and everywhere in between. So, yes. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. And yes, you can be multi-orgasmic because she is probably, one, totally in tune to her body, and two, is very comfortable with you. I would hope so because she's your girlfriend, but very um, open to her sexual energy to where she's not stifling it off and she's soaking that her own fire as well as you are as well. So, yeah, people can be extremely multi-orgasmic, even men. Men can be multi-orgasmic even without having a heart on. They don't have to have their cock, their sparkler, their Johnson, their Richard, or whatever you want to call it, hard. You can have an orgasm completely flaccid and be soft. However, because it's that energy that you're pulling into your body and it can flow from her breath to your breath and it's just, and even... If you're laying solo, you can bring that energy to you. So men and women can be multi-orgasmic. So I hope that helps him out. And um, I told him it's rare, um, but it's still it's still a wonderful thing. So uh, yay for them. Um, and I had another woman call in and leave me a message. And she was talking about how... She's been non-orgasmic, and I know that there are women out there who have children, but we know that you've had sex, obviously, or may not have children, but you still may have had sex and have never, ever felt what an orgasm is. And that really, really hits me in my core. That really gets to me because... Uh, it make, it breaks my heart because I want everybody to feel that orgasmic energy. I, I want everybody to not just lay there and do your deed of being, you know, there to have, to let somebody else have their pleasure and you're not there. You know, I always tell them, teachers, get your orgasm. Get it, girl, and work for it. You may have to practice and I'm going to have to show you what to do, but whether you have a nipple orgasm, a breastgasm, whatever you want to call that, uh, a, a clitoral orgasm, a vaginal orgasm, whatever kind of orgasm, you need to feel that. And once you're opening up yourself to that orgasmic energy, as with the previous question that I just answered, once you open yourself up and you trust your body to have that orgasm, Guess what? You're going to be orgasmic after that. It's like, oh, look, I'm eating a chocolate cupcake. Oh, yeah, my mouth just has orgasm. Oh, yeah, I'm at the grocery store, and this dude behind me smells really good. Yep, my ovaries just... Mm-hmm. I just Lord. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when, when you've been non-orgasmic for so long... No, there could be some underlying issues there. There could be something psychological that's holding you back. Were there any past hurts, traumas, um, anger, any kind of negative emotion? Guess what? It directly blocks your hoo-ha from having some fun. It blocks your 4th of July from celebrating any kind of holiday. It don't even want a, fourth, a, a sparkler near it. Um, so it could be the fact that, you know, there's something psychological and we need to get to that. We need to talk about it. It could be that maybe you're on some kind of medication that is not only taking your libido away. Well, if you don't have a libido, you can't be orgasmic. And also, and this is really the big one, is some people don't know what feels good to them because they are so closed off that yeah. if you don't know what feels good, how is he going to know what feels good? 
And I know there's people out there who don't like toys, but guess what? I'm going to be the first one to tell you, um, go to your local uh, toy store, and I'm not talking Toys R Us, go to your local toy store and find you something and experiment. But before you even start using toys internally, you know, get you a vibrator and stimulate your glitter and feel yourself. I mean, lay there at night. Go take you a hot shower, shave your legs, put some lotion on, put some music on, have you a drink, whatever. And lay in your bed and explore your own body. Explore your breath. Explore your nipples. Nipples are extremely sensitive, and when you start stimulating nipples, you start releasing all those yummy chemicals in your body, and guess what? Your clit starts to swell, and it starts to throb. And you're like, oh, heck, hey, hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, you know, I know you ladies. You are so right. I mean, look, the wind blows, and I'm like, yeah, I need a cigarette, and I need to smoke. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> But, you know, that's what I tell women to start with first because they're like, I don't even want to touch myself down there. Well, if you think about it this way, if you don't want to touch yourself, how are you going to let a guy touch yourself, touch you? How are you going to let a guy go down there when you're ashamed? And I had a woman tell me, I'm ashamed of my, of, you know, of my lady bits. And I'm like, why? She's because it's ugly. I'm like, there is no such thing. As an ugly Fourth of July, they're all beautiful in their own way. So learn it. Absolutely. Give her a space. Give her a name. Feel her. Be her friend. And once you open that up, you know you start feeling some kind of way, and you start getting excited, and those juices just start flowing. Don't be afraid to explore your own body. Because, if, again, if you don't know what feels good to you, how in the actual hell is somebody else going to know what feels good to you? And if you're shy, well, that kind of just pulls it out. But once you can get through all of those steps, because I take women through steps of feeling and how did that feel and taking notes and exploring and then bringing in toys, then I'm like, okay, you know, next would be, Inviting your partner or finding a partner or, you know, whatever, whatever, however you want to handle those details, <laughs> you know, because some people are shy like that, but <laughs> start opening yourself up. I mean, y'all have anything to say? I mean, because we all have to start somewhere, and I I love exploration. What about you, Lanil? You know, um <laughs> This is something that I have that I have had to learn on my own. Um, grew up in a very, very religious home, so sex was never discussed. Um, I think my mother gave me the sex talk when I was 21, and yeah, <laughs> I had it down by then. <laughs> so I was never taught to love my vagina, you know, it was always, it was always hush-hush, you know, it's something sacred, but we don't talk about it, we definitely don't explore, and it wasn't until, um, wasn't until I, I got married, and that's a whole other subject, but it was a very, very loveless marriage, and for several, several years, I didn't have sex. And it was like, you know, I wanted that release. I wanted that, you know, to just feel in tune with myself. And so I started out just exactly like you're saying, of laying in bed and thinking, okay, do I like my nipples massaged gently? Do I like them to be pinched? You know, what what are my little things that get me going? And so I did that, and I am a huge, huge advocate for that. I I have a daughter, um, and when she, I knew that, you know, she was coming to that age, I I went and bought her a vibrator. Awesome. Because I wanted I wanted to teach her that 
don't be ashamed of it. This is a human natural feeling. This is natural. Don't ever be ashamed of it. Learn what you need to do to feel that. You know, just get in touch with yourself. And so, yeah, I'm a huge advocate for that. (laughs) Well, the fact that you could, you know, that you were doing that and, and showing her, that's awesome because I'm 46. And I know my mom might be listening, and if so, I'm so sorry, Gloria. But I'm 46. I'm still waiting for her to tell me about my period. So, yeah, I'm beyond waiting for her. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I had to take matters into my own hands and do my own exploration. and, And that's how I took, you know, everything into, I took control of that. So when I'm with someone who may not be experienced, because, you know, there are some guys out there who say, oh, yeah, baby, I know what to do. And then you get there, <laughs> right? it's actually it's good. And I, like I said, I have only had, I, well, like I said, everybody's got that one. And, right. <laughs> you know, and so, um that you don't have to explain to. It's just it's just a natural thing that happens between you know, between you and and it's okay to explain because that's what you do with with a partner. You explain and yeah. you you know, and you want to show them what feels good to you because hopefully he would do the same. He, you know, he's gonna tell you, um right. maybe he does like teeth. You know, some guys some guys do like a little teeth on a blow job. They like a little they like a little rough or whatever. But it goes both right. ways to, for for them to for expression of what feels good because there's guys out there. Well, and I've heard I've had guys even um, tell me that it's a turn on, like that is so sexy for a woman to know what she wants and oh, for yeah. you to be able to express that and tell them that is just I mean it drives them wild, you know yeah, that you're not. She- not timid and shy. You're owning it, and oh, you're yeah. showing it. You're into this. <laughs> exactly. Pull my hair, grab some hair, and slap my ass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you have done all the the leg work, and sometimes it's real fun. <laughs> it's fun to let them explore and see if they can hit the spots. You're like ding, 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 ding. Yes, please, and thank right. you. You know, we actually have a call caller, area code. Two eight one. You're on the front porch with Monica Lee. Who are we talking to? Hey, Monica. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing, I... Oh, damn! I am good. Are you doing okay? <laughs> I'm doing fine, darling. How are you? <laughs> oh, sugar, I'm doing peachy king. <laughs> what you doing over there? <laughs> oh, you know, just doing my thing. I'm, I'm, I'm working. You know, just, just damn no construction working. Mm-hmm. I know this voice, so I know who this is. And yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, he's been out there working every day. You know. <laughs> Uh, hey, I want to tell you something. There is something especially sexy about coming in and grabbing a woman up and taking her upstairs and making her know that she's a woman. There is something good about that. I like that. Yeah. And and I and I do like to take control. Yeah. However, you know, there's sometimes when I come from home, come home from work, I'm like, man, I'm like, this well, I'm give out. And it's the other side of the story too. When she can cook when for I'm, you, have a beer ready for you, and just take care of you. Oh yes. Oh Absolutely. yes, ma'am. Yep, she knows yes, exactly ma'am. what. Yes, ma'am. That is it. 
knows exactly what you like to eat, exactly what you like to drink. Uh-huh. And if you, you know, if you smoke a cigar, she knows exactly what to do before you even know what you want. Right. Oh, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. You might know a thing or two about that. And I, I, that's the reason you're the, the host of the talk show. I might know a little thing about that. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad you called in. It's nice to have a male perspective. And I know you've been on the show in the past. And um, you had your own little fan club there going for a minute. Yes, ma'am, I did. <laughs> we got to get, get you back on. Maybe next week with the guys, you can come on and uh, <clears throat> gain your fan club back. Well, I tell you what, man, a lot of guys don't know really what it's all about. I mean, they really don't. I mean, it, a lot of guys feel shortchanged sitting there in their life. A lot of women feel shortchanged right there in their life, but. It is, um, it's the one thing that's the common denominator. It's called life. And you got to figure that's out how to work it out <laughs> and get it together. That's right. Communication is key. And, you know, like, like I was talking about a little ago, if, you, if you're you not telling your partner what feels good to you, then how is he going to know? And that's going to cause frustration. And if you can't even to your partner what feels good to you to become orgasmic or to have that trust and respect, that's going to flow over into other aspects of your life. If you can't talk about that, how are you going to tell him that him, you know, that he left the dishes in the sink and it's driving you nuts because your OCD gets on your own damn You know, I mean, it's, there's got exactly. to be constant, open communication on both sides. And yeah, you're right. There are people out there who feel shortchanged on both sides of the coin. And that's what I'm telling people right now. Open your mouth and talk it out. Don't talk about it in the bedroom because that's sacred. You should have that. Your bedroom should be sacred. That's where the magic happens. That's where all the deliciousness happens. That's where you know, you're, you, you, you're joining together. Nothing negative. Oh, yes, ma'am. I will agree with that. Don't never take the dishes to the bedroom. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Oh, even just him saying bed. Look, I'm fanning my whole house. It's warm in here. <laughs> There's, one... There's a lady messaging me right now. She's like, is that Matthew McConaughey? We're going to call you Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> oh, no, ma'am. I, I, I can't take such credit, but I tell you what, yeah, you you can't take the 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 dishes to the bedroom. No, ma'am, you can't. There is no way you can do that. No, because then you make everything all dirty and not in a good way. You know. That's right. The dishes are already <laughs> dirty, but not in a good kind of dirty. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Uh, oh, like I said, these people, these women are going nuts over you right now. Who is that? Who is that? He sent. Are you sure that's not Matthew McConaughey? Where's he from? I think from? you need to oh, say no, I'm, right, I'm right, not right. Matthew McConaughey. I'm just, I'm just a lowly little old construction worker, just, just over here in Houston, Texas, just minding my business. And actually, like Lanil just said, there's a lady on here. That's- <laughs> to say, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> really, you want to hear it? Yes. I can't do it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Does that make y'all feel better? Yes. Yes. Love it, love it. <laughs> and the phone is blowing up. The messages are like, it is Matthew McConaughey. You didn't tell him. Okay, whatever. For the record, this is not Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey, but yeah, pretty damn close to it. This is close it would be worth it was. This Michael could have been. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you called. 
Um, and I hope that you come. Well, I, let me rephrase. Easy <laughs> now, easy, easy. Yes, we hope you Crazy girl, come. go easy. I hope that you back to the show. If you want to hang out with us for, you know, if you want to hang out with us, by all means. Uh, and, you know, feel free to jump in anytime. I mean, you know, we're a group of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sugar, I love your style. I love your style. I really do. <laughs> you, know, you know me, boo. You know me. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am, I do. <laughs> oh, Lord, Jesus, take the wheel. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're running the show. I'm just, I'm just over here calling in. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm, so, I'm, I'm just sick of things. Tell me, pay me, slap my butt. You know, I'm just glad you did. So, um, so eight three two, caller, do you still want to ask your question before I go on to depressed vagina? We got twenty three minutes yes. left. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So, I, I have a few issues that are attributing to my problems. Uh, I had a full hysterectomy in 2015. There's some dryness issues. I also had breast cancer and had reconstruction, so I have no nipples. And I'm barely starting to feel sensation in the breast, um, which uh, is just very, very recent. So all of the things we've already talked about um, don't really work for me. Um, I I can have an orgasm with clitoral stimulation, um, but while I'm having sex, I cannot orgasm. Okay. Okay. So when you're saying clitoral stimulation, are we talking... Oral, manual, I'm not trying to be all up in your Kool-Aid without knowing what flavor it is, but I need to know what flavor it is. You breathe on it, you breathe on it, and it's happy. Oh, nice. It's a happy little clip. Breathe on it, yay. That's good stuff. That's awesome because it's alive and it's awake and it's ready for some action. So That's good old Texas guy, right? There you go. So when when you're having sex, are you in different positions, or is it you know missionary? Are you on top? I mean, how are you usually having sex? What position? I'm usually on top. Okay. So, and that's typically what I tell women is go on top. Just get on top, climb them like a tree, ride them like a horse, and hold on, and you're in control. You may need to put pillows under his hips to adjust things because all it takes is two inches to get to that G spot. And you need to, Mm -hmm. because you're on top and you're in control, actually what needs to happen first is there needs to be some digits. You, either you or your partner... This is where you go, you take some steps back before you climb like a tree and let him do some digital stimulation. So what he's going to do is take his his index finger and the middle finger and he's going to digitally stimulate you from the inside. And he's going to take either that index finger or if if it's just one finger, one finger, either the middle finger or the index finger. And while he is Inside of you, he's going to do a come here motion with that finger. And as he's doing that come here motion, he's going to feel something spongy. And you're going to feel like your eyeballs are going to shoot out to the ceiling. Your toes are going to curl back, you know, in the opposite direction. And you should start feeling that G-spot stimulation. If that hasn't happened, then try that. Um, he can try with a toy, but in order to see how you react and to know exactly, because that G-spot is two inches in, 
Some of it sometimes is to the right, sometimes it's a little to the left, sometimes it's just a little bit more forward, sometimes it's a little bit more back. So mm-hmm. he needs to go in. <laughs> he needs to go in and go explore. You need you need to be more the explorer and let him and let him go be your partner. And once you can find that that spot for him, then you can kind of know, okay, I'm, I'm, I need to move his hips, you know, angle his hips to the left, angle his hips to the right, you know, either lean back a little bit, you know, find your position to where you can feel what he what you were feeling when he was digitally stimulating you. So pillows, you know, whatever you got to do, um, or either you may need to switch positions. Maybe he, you need to be on your back. It, however, it, first things first is you need to find that that place, that, that magical place that you can have that. And if it, you can find it while you're on top, well, not only are you going to be able to ride him and let his sparkler find your G-spot, so it's now going to be stimulating your G-spot. So you're going to have that vaginal orgasm. And if you're able to lean forward at the same time, well, now your clit is running, rubbing up against his, you know, his, you know, up. hopefully he's got a throw rug because that, that causes a little bit more friction on the clitoris. We talked about bare floors versus throw rugs last week. And this is why I tell people, I tell guys, you know, you don't need to have bare floors. I'm not Tom Cruise trying to slide across the floor. You know, I want to be able to have my clit tickled. You know, and so does so do other women. So don't go all bare. Leave that landing strip for yourself too, guys, because it tickles her clit. <clears throat> I mean, that's just a sensation on itself. So when she's when you're on top, now you're able to stimulate your clit, and your G-spot is getting stimulated, so now you have a clitoral orgasm and a vaginal orgasm. And if you let him reach around and go into other territory, now you're going to have uh, an anal orgasm. Yes, that is possible. Yes. So now that happens. So now you really got the juices flowing. Thracer. What's that? Thracer. <laughs> so, uh, have you been able to do any of that with him? Does he has he gone exploring down there? Um, not really. This is fairly new. Um, okay. but but I, this is this is when I'm with him. It's better than I've ever had it before I, I I mean the way he I mean he's very you know he caresses me he kisses me he pulls my hair whatever you know and does and makes feel things that I have not felt in a really long time and that helps oh, because it helps you relax and let your flower you know your temple open up and, I, and a lot of people miss that part they skip that part and just go straight down to chomping on the clit like a corn niblet. Oh my yeah. My clit is not a corn niblet. Stop chewing on it. You know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's it. it I have been uh, here recently. I have been more open, more relaxed. I feel more sexy. I feel. I mean, I want to do. Things I have not done before. That is awesome. Good for you. Good. So yes. everything is coming back into that that goddess, back into your goddess. You're reclaiming your goddess again. About the dryness, do you use anything? Because it's important, especially after you've been, you know, through what you've been through. Um, your body just kind of dries up, and sometimes well, you do need. I have a a water-based lubricant, but it's like it just doesn't feel natural. But uh, it it feels it's just weird. But like I said, with this new person, it's 
it's been different. It has not been as dry. I mean, he's very attentive beforehand, so it makes it easy. If it's bad, uh, it's not as good as I want it to be, but it's better. You were breaking up there for a minute. Uh, but last I heard was it's, it's helping with everything that he's doing. Um, are you allergic to coconut? No. Try using some coconut oil. Girl, I use coconut yeah. oil. Coconut oil. I do too. <laughs> coconut oil will fix everything. You had a bad day, put some coconut oil on you somewhere. <laughs> it's going to make it better. <laughs> For real. Coconut oil, okay, I'll, I'll try that. Coconut oil I, I use when I'm working with my clients, but I also tell them, you know, for my women that have issues with dryness and um, low um, estrogen and they just, you know, they can't get their hormones right. When, I mean, because I had one lady, she's like, I just tear. I tear, I tear, I tear. Even just going to the bath, wiping, I tear. And I'm like, Okay, so every night before you go to bed, you know, I told her, every night before you go to bed, I want you to take some coconut oil, and I want you to, you know, rub it in down there and start moisturizing, because your lady, your, 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 your lady friend down there, she needs, she needs some attention, no different than feeling yourself, you know, it's good to feel yourself, even when you're not with someone, lay in bed at night, and before you go to bed, feel yourself. And bring that in. Yeah. So before you um, engage in relations, um, either you can already have the coconut oil ready there or have it at the bedside and let him slather it on for you because, one, it's edible and Mm. it it feels natural. So there's no, because I know there's a lot of. lubricants out there that maybe he wants to try something. Maybe he's been in you. He wants to go down on you. And some of those those lubricants taste a little weird. Some of them you can't even taste. I mean, they they taste weird, but they just, but coconut oil is all natural and it's wonderful and it feels, and everybody that I have told to use that, they have all, all been like, oh my God, that stuff is amazing. I'm like, yeah, every night, Put it, and it's good, even if you, if, if even if you get to a point where, you know, your juices start flowing again, you know, it's good because she likes to stay moisturized down there and supple and soft and plump and you know, all that good stuff. So, you know, use it for whatever. Um, so always have a jar of that on hand and try that. And let me okay. know how that works. I will. Did, did the doctor put you on any, are, are you on any kind of hormone replacement therapy since you've had your hysterectomy? <laughs> no, I'm not. I was originally, and honestly, I, I don't, I can't prove it. No one's told me this, but I think that because of the hormones is why I developed the breast cancer mm. because, it, the breast cancer came within months of starting the hormones. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that, you know, there is that risk that you run. The the younger you are and the earlier you get on there, you know, there's been stuff out there that says the younger you are and the earlier you start using hormone replacement therapy, you know, that you do run that risk. So um, it could possibly be, but... Um, for those that don't take any hormones, and the fact that you don't take any hormones right now, and you have a libido, is that's great. Because a lot of women have their hysterectomies, and it's like the the fireworks stand <laughs> shut down the business completely. It has been liquidated and shut down. So you're you're a rarity who is still able to feel and want to have sex and you know, have a video. So I would go with the coconut oil. And if that doesn't work for you, you can, you know, try something else, um, any kind of oil like that, um, almond oil. But coconut oil 
you can actually, it, it actually tastes good. It doesn't really taste like a whole lot, like anything. Olive oil, you know, but um, open it all and it's, it's, it's miraculous. So did that help you? Did I, was I able to give you some insight? Yes, ma'am. You helped you help me a lot. I know what I'm going to do when I see him now. A girl talking <laughs> like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Lenil, do you have anything you want to add to any of that? You know, it, it just goes hand in hand with what we were discussing about, you know, self-discovery, exploring yourself. Um, once once you figure out those takes, it opens up a whole new world. It really, really does. And it makes you feel alive. It makes you feel sexy. You own oh, your body. You know what yeah. you like. When you take control... It's like that goddess in you awakens, and it's like you're no longer kind of slumped over. You're literally tipped out and chin up, and you are that goddess on the mountaintop with your arms up, and you're like, yes, I am back. I am back. Oh, and yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That is it right there. <laughs> I am standing in my power, and, and that's where you are. You have taken your power back. And um, I think that's great. I think it's amazing. I, I have um, women that uh, go through radiation and chemo and surgeries, and they're like, I just don't have it in me. And I'm like, we got to take baby steps. First, let's get you well. Let's get you energized, and let's just take baby steps. But, I, you know, I've known you for a very long time, and you truly are an inspiration. You have just, I keep up with you on Facebook, and you really an inspiration for me and many others. Thank you. You're welcome. We have seven minutes left, so I want to touch real quick. Last week I was talking about depressed vaginas because yes, there really is such a thing and it kind of goes in line with what we've been talking about. Uh, Bulbodynia is something that's very painful. Um, Just the whole outside, the vulva is extremely painful. It's painful in course and it can really wreak havoc on a relationship. A lot of stress on a relationship and I had a lady comment and she's like, just so painful for him to even touch me there. I don't know. I'm, you know, he's. I'm at the point where I want to tell him to just go, because they love each other very much. I'm at the point where I want him to just go and have his affair, and I don't want to know about it. So, actually, we before I continue, we have a caller. So let me take this call real quick. Oh, I want to make sure I got in trouble last week. Oh, caller dropped. Um, I guess I'll come back. <laughs> So, <laughs> I had so many people like, I was trying to call in. Why didn't you answer? Um, so, anyway, she is at the point where she wants him to go and have his affairs just because she wants him to have his pleasure because she's just, she just doesn't want, she knows that he needs to have that penetration and she just can't handle it. There really isn't a cure for it. However, there are ways to manage it. Um, nobody really knows what can cause that or what creates it. It could be from past trauma, something so deep-seated. It could be anything. Um, and it's really sad that, you know, you can't be touched or felt down there because you're in extreme pain. Even the, you know, the sensation of having underwear on, you know, pretty panties makes it hurt. But... Mm-hmm. The main thing, again, is the open, very, very open communication. You have to be able to trust this man or woman, if you know, that you're with, your partner, with the most intimate of details about you and say, you know what, this hurts. And, you know, I've been to the doctor and there's nothing they can, they've given me 
medication to help make my 4th of July feel better. And, yeah, there's some women who can bounce back from it, and there's some who, who struggle. Um, but there's other ways to be intimate. So, you know, if my advice is that you know, first seek counseling. So don't try to do this on your own. Seek some counseling and talk it out with your counselor. Make sure you're talking to your partner and keeping them, you know, in, with every detail, no matter how you may feel about it or how embarrassed you may be about it because it it, it, it is very, very sensitive subject. So, you know, she's like, I, I'm willing to try anything, I, you know, I'm just afraid that all he wants is the penetration. Well, my advice is talk to him. Ask him, is that all you want is penetration? You know, and if not, which I'm pretty sure he's going to be like, no, that's not. Um, you know, there's other things that you can do. You know, there's other ways to be intimate. There's hugging. There's kissing. There's, um, you know, all that yummy foreplay. There's manual stimulation for him. You know, there's oral stimulation. You know, once we can, once you gone through counseling and you've gone through and you've talked it all out, now you're going to have to be creative on how to make yourself feel sexy as well because this does take a toll on you and you you don't feel sexy anymore. You don't feel that um, you are worthy of feeling sexy and that's so not true. Because everybody is worthy of feeling sexy. Everybody deserves to have the sex life that they want, that they crave, that they need, that they desire. So once you've gone through the the talking and the counseling, then try and see, okay, I'm laying here with him and I'm open and I'm vulnerable. Can I allow him to hug me? Can I allow him to touch me? You know, t- touch me, you know, touch my arm, touch my, my face, kiss me, you know, touch other parts of my body. Let him see what feels good to you. Um, because, again, it, it doesn't always have to be that penetration, and there's other ways for him to be pleased. You know, I'm not trying to say it's the end of the all for penetration intercourse, because it's not. It's not, and I don't want any woman out there thinking that you are unworthy because you're non-orgasmic or you're in so much pain down there that you cannot um, feel your body. So, and I'm down to two minutes, so I'm going to talk fast. So, if you're out there suffering, make sure you call me or email me or frontporchsextalk at gmail.com. Um, you can go to my website, www.frontportsextalk.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Monica, uh, Monica Lee underscore 73. You can find me on Facebook, From Sex Talk with Monica Lee. And let's talk. Let's see what let's see what can happen for you. Let's see where you're at, and I can help you and guide you what your next steps would be. Sometimes we just have to sit down and have a cup of tea and talk about. So, um, again, if you're out there, yeah, So, if you're out there and you're suffering from lipidemia and you just don't know where to turn to, and the doctors have said there's nothing they can do, then you know sometimes you have to say, okay, thank you, and let's look for alternative ways. Let's look for, you know, um, tantricas and sexual healers and sex coaches. Where we can go. We are down to the last 45 seconds. I have had a blast. (laughs) I'm so glad that you guys came on. Um, Flo, you are truly amazing. I can't say how amazing you are enough. And I'm so glad that you finally came on to the show. And Lanil, thank you so much. We're coming on. We're going to have to do this again. And nothing content dropped, but I'm so glad that he came on. (laughs) My phone is still blowing up with him. He dropped. And they're saying, can he say goodbye? But he's gone. Um, So, (laughs) 
back, ladies. I will make sure of it. So thank you again. Make sure you stay safe healthy. You wear a condom, you have fun, and you dance. And I will see you next week on my front porch. All my love. Bye. 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 Bye.